Hi, welcome to another high rolling pistol holding episode of Geshcast Gaming Podcast, coming to you as ever from a funny location in Glasgow town. Uh, I'm Gav. <laughs> I'm Phil. How's it going? How are you? How are you doing? Cool. That's good to hear. Good. Um, well, say thank you very much for downloading again. We understand that you know it's a it's a big ask, it's a chore every month to download our podcast. We do thank you. We know there's a lot of people out there. Guys out there, you're all super talented, okay? You could do anything you wanted <laughs> if you just put your mind to it. But you decided to download this podcast, so thank you very much. It's very positive. I like it. And I'm going to be super positive in this, man. <laughs> okay? Good. Good. So, uh, where are we? What is it? What's happening? Well, Gesh 11. Gesh 11. Yeah, we're going to try. I think we did make a, an attempt to try and make things a little bit punchier, Phil. Is that right? A little bit punchier. So we decided, you know, we might try and do a few more episodes. We took some coke. We took some cocaine. Uh-huh. And then we decided we might start doing a few more episodes than we would normally. Ooh. So the that's shorter format. Shorter format, maybe slightly shorter episodes. I'm making the shorter sign with my hands. Uh, I can see it. You can see it. Uh, so maybe, you know, shorter shows, maybe try and get do something new. Every second episode, we could maybe try something we've not tried before. Who knows? Get away from the standard format. Who knows? Neighbors listening. Nobody's listening. Me, in fact, I could go so far to say, me cunts listening. Oof. Explicit tag on iTunes. Uh, so, how have you been apart from outside of gaming, Phil? Uh, how are you? <laughs> are you okay? I'm really, really great. Oh, good, man. It's Saturday afternoon. We're uh, chilling in Ellen. We're chilling in Ellen in this funny location. Last night, I got a lot of sleep. And really? I made um, muesli bars. Oh, yeah. You, wait, you, you made the new muesli yeah, bars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you offered me one earlier, I was expecting some special cake. No, come on. Bullshit. Gav, come on. I know. Should I Look where you are. I was baking. You were baking. More lights. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I just went to bed last night. I went and saw my good friend Stuart, saw his little baby for the first time. Congratulations, Stuart. Impressive young baby, as we mentioned last Strong. Month. Strong young child. Did you test it? What, what do you mean? Test its strength in any way to see if it was maybe a warrior born? Um, no, you could definitely tell. Mm-hmm. Just with the look it gave me. Did you throw it into a wolf pen? <laughs> and said, survive! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's what I did last night anyway. Um, <laughs> good to so, keep up. I know. Good, 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 good to catch up. Uh, list. So just hit the intro music. And well, we'll, well, before we do that bullshit, man, what? this is Gash 11. Uh-huh. Which reminded me Legs of uh, some bullshit that Yuri Geller believes about the number 11. Oh, yeah. I think we've maybe even mentioned this on the show before, the number Have 11. It? Possibly. Well, I've got some facts. Okay. <laughs> about what? About his beliefs in the number 11. All right. Okay. Uh, most of them are seem to be based on complete nonsense. Uh, I appear to be. Well, that's basically it, isn't no. it? 11 equals 3 in binary arithmetic. Shit. Binary <laughs> arithmetic. Arithmetic. <laughs> <laughs> Three is the cornerstone of the Trinity and also Hinduism, right? Right. One male plus one female are needed to produce one child. Okay. Ergo, one plus one equals three in reproduction. Whoa. Which, as we know, uh-huh. as we've learned, yep. equals 11. Yeah. The building block of all existence since the Big Bang is hydrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Which, through nuclear fusion, has produced all other atoms known to humankind. Hydrogen is another 11 in binary. Another three, one electron, one proton, and one neutron, right? Making three, which we know equals I scoffed 11. at this. I scoffed at this when you started, but... The yin and yang are also 11. <laughs> <laughs> Two ones of opposite kind reflecting the duality of the universe in Eastern religion and modern computer technology. He's right. It all makes sense. It all adds up. Following the year 1 BC is the 1 AB. Another 11. 1 1. What? <laughs> Since our modern calendar has no year zero... 
which is why the 21st century officially began on January 1st, 2001. <laughs> Finally, right? This is the big one. This right, is, this the, one is, is, this, is this the one that's going to really This is the one that will make people think, he's right, I had time. The oddity to the number 10, which historically grew out of counting on our fingers. Uh-huh. As we all know, most human beings have 10 fingers, yeah. 10 fingers. The oddity is that 10 is, is, is represented as 1010 in binary, right? Uh-huh. Which is 10, 10. Yeah. Yeah. However, if you count the fingers in your hands using urinary arithmetic, <laughs> no zeros, then 10 fingers is. Right, you ready? Because there's no zero. Okay. One. Right? Two. Yeah. <laughs> one, 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 one. Plus the one, which is a zero, because obviously <laughs> there's a zero finger. That's exactly 11 ones. Fuck. It all ties up. I don't think we can release this to the public. <laughs> I don't know what any of that shit means. That's no different to me saying, I remember this I told you yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was Friday the 13th yesterday. Mm-hmm. A woman at my work wanted to leave work early because she doesn't like to be out of the home on Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. So superstitious is she. She wants to be in the safety of her own home. She said she was leaving at five past five. I said, you can't leave at five past five. Five plus five, five oh five, that makes ten. Ten pounds is called a tenner. Uh-huh. What rhymes with tenner? Ayrton Senna. Yes, I know. Spookerific. Look what happened to him. <laughs> and well, she actually was like, stop freaking me out. As if it was. It's the power of uh, the mind. Do you think that's power actually going to get out of the podcast? Probably, probably. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's start the show. Game <laughs> sensation, let's do it. Right, Gav, how about we get into some new releases? Yes, I'd love wait, to. Wait, 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 before that, oh. I have some more facts about the number <laughs> 11. Hell. I don't, I don't. No. <laughs> let's just carry on. What's, what's been coming out? What's been coming out? Well, what I did uh, very recently, because of the PSN being down, I went and treated myself to some Microsoft points. Oh, jumping like, shit. Uh, I coward. Thought, I know, coward. I bent out the back door. And uh, so I bought myself uh, 2100, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he asked for it in the shop. I said 2100. 2100. I, I was totally taken back by you were there, the, the, the nice looking girl behind the counter asking mm-hmm. me questions. She was like, what are you going to spend this on? I think she's a total trap. Oh, no, it's a complete trap. (laughs) For a second, did I think, oh, she's interested in me because I'm into (laughs) games and I'm her type. But she was like, what are you going to play this? And I thought, am I going to be just, am I going to just be a dick and go, I don't know, maybe some fucking stuff on the Microsoft network? (laughs) Oh. I was just like, "Uh, uh, uh, I don't don't know. Uh, uh, I've seen a lot of things on the store I like. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Marry me. (laughs) So... I went home anyway. Yeah, it took me ages to put the fucking points in though because scratching it off, it was like you know the six looked like a B. It was all backward, you know, stuff for back. Oh, just it was a nightmare. But you need I, your readers on. I put my readers on. I put on my bifocals. <laughs> I decided I'd buy uh, a few new titles on Xbox Live Arcade, so I got Outland, Ooh. Uh, which is eight hundred Microsoft points. What's to do with Outland? Some kind of polarity switching type game, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Right. I mean, I could say polarity switching as well. It never mentions that in the game. It's only because of Ikaruga. That's fine. Um, Outland is a 2D platformer. Uh, it's got a mechanic that's kind of familiar, as we say, to people who played Ikaruga, uh, which is like a scrolling shooter, but uh, bear with us. <laughs> Your character can switch, essentially, between red and blue kind of hues. Mm-hmm. And depending on which one you're using, you can't be hurt by enemies of that same colour. Ikaruga. 
Essentially, yes. Mm. But for people, I mean, it's a quite an obscure game, really. You think about it. Everybody knows about Ikaruga. Everyone knows about Ikaruga. Um, so you get, there's a lot of changing the polarity of your character, which I only say because that's the terminology they use in, in Ikaruga. Uh, it's brilliant. I would highly suggest once the PSN comes back up, or even getting it on the Xbox, it's is it out on both then? Yeah. It is out on both, yeah. It doesn't show its hand right away. It's, just, it's kind of like a very standard but solid platformer to start with. There's a bit of kind of combat. You've got like a big sword or it's a big stick, but you're beating up enemies. Uh, it's quite good like doing combos and stuff. It's all really good, and then it brings in the whole switching mm-hmm. polarities, and it suddenly gets, it kicks into overdrive, and you're just running through big gauntlets of constantly changing colours that are... You know, just bullets are being fired at you in all different colours and you have to switch all the time. It's great. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. How much was it? 800 points. So you're talking about, what, seven quid? Shadow. Ain't bad. And for really fun boss battles, and the first boss battle reminded me a lot of Shadow of the Colossus, which is my favourite game. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a big giant boss comes in and, you know, you dodge his moves and then you have to climb up him and give him a good old whacking on the noggin. So uh, that's worth it as well. So I definitely worth the price for, for what it is. It's fantastic. That sounds pretty groovy. Quality title. Uh, what else did you get with your Tons points? Your, your 2100 points? 2100. Uh, I got Beyond Good and Evil HD. Ooh. I was going to get uh, a Bangayo HD Missile Fury. Is that not what you bought the points for? I did. I bought the points for that, but then when I went onto the, the store, I saw uh, that that was Beyond Good and Evil HD was there. And all. So I've never played yes. it. Always yes. wanted to play it. I've never played it. I want, always wanted to get it on the GameCube. I never did. I watched... Chris played through yeah. most of it, I think. Uh, yeah, it's good fun. It's, it's, it's a very great Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Was, I've got it in my notes here. Yeah. yeah it's in the same kind of vein, but there's a, a much bigger emphasis on like character development. It's mm. a much richer world, almost. You've got like, a huge you know, city to explore. And, and she can speak. She can actually speak. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just it's it's just great fun. And, again, for 800 points, like I think it's less than seven quid. The amount of game you're getting is yes. very impressive. and. Uh, well, it was a full title release, and ah, it was exactly. like, a long game as well when it came out. And it doesn't look, I mean, it looks kind of, they've updated it so it is in HD, as it were. Yeah. You know, but it's still, you can still tell, it shows its age, um, and it's, it shows its age in things like cutscenes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that, even just the way they're directed, it's all very kind of early 2000s. Yeah. But overall, 800 points, cannot whack it. There's just, um, the really nice thing in it, the kind of main feature is you've got a camera, you're a kind of reporter, and you get points for taking pictures of enemies, and you have to balance that between taking the picture off them and trying not to get hit by them at the yeah. same time and that's really fun and I, I just I can't, I, I can't get enough of it plus it's, uh, there's the teaser came out like last year I think for ah. the second game yep I, this is kind of setting the groundwork for not many people I don't think played Beyond Good and Evil the first time I don't no. remember it selling awfully well no I think it would get it well, it was that kind of weird thing that happened to most GameCube games that it would come out not a lot of people would play it mm-hmm. you'd see it really cheap mm-hmm. and then Maybe two or three years later, it was going for mad prices on yeah, online. Yeah, but it got an Xbox release as well, didn't it? I think it did, yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. on more than one platform, definitely. But yeah, a fantastic game. Again, 800 points, you cannot really argue. So you've got, you spent 1600 of your 2100. I do have a bit. Well, I had, I had, I had, I had, remaining I had five. Oh, oh. Well, I had 140 in my account, so I have 640. You flush. I know. I went to go and buy uh, Castlevania. It's it alarm, yeah. One of the HD ones. And uh, it was the day before the offer ended. And then I got my points and, you know, sacked. I know. I know, man. Hey, man, I know. Just write a letter. I think I might just write the a letter. The power of the pen. No, forget that. The power of the pen. The power of the pen. Well, listen, thanks for that, man. Yeah? Listen, not you. You've got I, some new releases here. You're really talented at um, getting people motivated. You've got such a hard one. You're, so, you're so talented, man. You could, you could be a doctor. 
do you want it to be? I could do whatever I wanted. It could be anything you wanted to be, man. Shut it. The other big title that came out this month. Right? Uh-huh. Was Brink. Yes, Brink. Been looking forward to Brink quite a bit. Yes, came as out. I. Uh, I think it's already, you can get it for like 32 99 mm-hmm. I think it's been sullied somewhat. It has been sullied somewhat. Uh, but it came out for pretty much everything that I got on the PS3. Yes. Uh, obviously PSN still down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Which, I mean by sully. I don't uh, mean the review scores or anything. I mean it's it's been tainted almost by this. Absolutely. Uh, there's a, a fair amount of uh, everything that's been released yeah. recently that's taken a hand. Use. Think about all these poor buggers that must have been. Well, there was a, a fighting game that came out on the day that PSN went down, yeah. or maybe the day before. Hmm. Yeah, those poor bastards must be. Oh, I'd be, <laughs> if you're a small developer and you're actually needing this money, mm-hmm. you're like, what, what, what must they be doing? Going out of their minds? Poor bastards, man. Poor bastards. Poor bastards. And these guys are super talented. They could do anything they wanted to do. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, right. Brink is a team multiplayer focused FPS yep. experience. Uh, and it has taken, well, I guess there's other games that have done it in the past, things like Borderlands, yes. uh, Warhawk. Warhawk, yeah. It's, it's uh, that kind of thing. Uh, removing the idea of a kind of single player offline campaign to yeah. an FPS and attempting to. Warhawk wasn't an FPS. What am I talking about? Well, you know, we know you mean a team based. I mean, uh, what's the other game that I mean? We just watched the trailer for the new one. We just did watch Starhawk. Starhawk. Was that Warhawk before that? Yeah, Warhawk before that. You could run about as one guy, couldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thought I was right. Absolutely. You get to play as either side of a kind of civil war that's yeah. going on in this huge futuristic man-made uh, island mm-hmm. on top of the flooded earth. <gasps> People of supplies have stopped coming into this place and uh, the rebel forces have been sectioned off on one side of the city mm-hmm. and the kind of police force on the other and uh, police force want everyone to stay safe in the ark, yeah. protected, whereas the, re- the rebels are wanting to have a little tea if there's anything outside. Anything outside. So you get to play either side of oh, this campaign. But all of the action and the actual levels, <coughs> excuse me, take place as kind of eight on eight team based kind of death matches, yeah. almost more not just straight death matches. Like different like, objectives, captain. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the, the kill zone online. Mm-hmm. It will switch throughout the level. I thought you were just going to say like the kill zone. Like the kill zone, like the children's kill zone. The objectives will switch throughout the levels, yeah. and your guy will level up as you progress through. Mm-hmm. And it just features this crazy fucking amount of customization. The oh, characters. Yeah, the uh, there's something ridiculous. Where's the number? It's something like 102 quadrillion options <laughs> that you can make up if you even factor in all the kind of minute things. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because I can't play it on PSN, I can't really talk about how, how, how well it works and real. that all works. Because yeah. I've only been playing it offline with the AI, which so far has been, you know, adequate. But you can't help but feel that the experience is totally stunted. Uh-huh. I don't think anybody would argue the point. But yeah. at the moment, I'm not playing the game that's supposed to be played, which is a bit of a bastard. But it's interesting to see a game stepping away from like the kind of COD and Killzone. It's quite an old idea of just having like that's your single player campaign and there's a multiplayer mm. campaign. There's a story attached to the single player and your multiplayer is based around a static screen almost yeah. while you're loading, you're waiting for the next game to play or whatever. Yeah. But Brink has a coherent story running yeah, through, through. Uh, with kind of cutscenes at the beginning of the levels, cutscenes at the end depending on the outcome, uh, and you can replay those levels as you wish so effectively you could play the entire game with your mates online you could yeah, the game yeah, from start to finish and not miss out in any of the narrative of it at all not at all not at all there's, I mean you do step out of the multi- well, the game yeah. at times and you're like you're looking for a single player option because yeah. there should be in your head there should be something there yeah. but I guess as we move forward 
uh, with games mm -hmm. as an idea and they become more online, then this is, I guess, logically the kind of progression of well, things. Especially same when AI gets better and better, having the computer control characters, because uh, understand that when you're playing online, mm -hmm. when you will eventually play online, people just drop out of the game. Mm -hmm. They're instantly taken over by the the computer yeah. they just takes yeah. over and it runs that character. Yeah. And so if you lose connection, it's not going to stop the game. Mm -hmm. And if that goes on, it seems weird that someone's, and then if someone else joins the game, they'll just take up that character and run mm -hmm. on with it. I mean, it sounds so simple. Yeah. But this is really the, the first time it's happened in a major That's what's really nice way. about it, is that at times it feels like there's there's not that much new to it. Like I said, it's eight on eight battles. You've played them in our games. It's, it's objective-based. Yeah. It's... There's leveling up involved, that kind of standard. But everything has kind of been looked at to see how far it can be pushed in a slightly new direction. Yeah. So, like I say, the level of customization, uh, when you're playing through the story mode, you also have the ability to go in and actually make up your own game like traditional ones. Oh, really? So you've got the story games and you've got the ability to just set up a game yeah. like you would traditionally. Uh, movement involved in everything it has a kind of when you're holding down one of the buttons you obviously run like you would kind of like cod but mm. you're able to kind of parkour over objects I as know. well i just want to say how that works i mean does it, if you're trying to like get over a box do you just hold the button and just glide over the box or yeah yeah pretty yeah, much but you can also uh, sequence jumps together you can do wall jumps when you're oh. running alongside things and um, but it's all really really simplified at the most you'll have to press the jump button at the right time it's not even as uh depend on input as like Uncharted or yeah. Assassin's Creed, but it does run like them. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but it just, you imagine a scenario in a COD game where, you know, you're standing either end of, of a long road and you can see your opponent, opposing team yeah. coming in. At the very most, they're going to be able to what, squat up and down, yeah. maybe jump, you yeah. know, that kind of traditional like, yeah. jumping towards you, trying to avoid getting hit. This completely does away with that. Mm -hmm. So you're playing an online game, but everyone's moving like proper... AI would, they're skiting about the levels, you yeah. can drop in from areas above, and it all seems really, really fluid at the oh, same that's time. Good. That's what I was kind of worried it would feel a bit, like you weren't really in control, I thought, you know, if you are going to jump over something, it mm -hmm. would slightly take control of your character away from you while it does this action, you know, it's like, no, not at all. that's good, that's great. It, it completely eliminates that feeling of driving a tank, in an FPS almost. Obviously when you start running, it goes back to traditional kind of setup, so you can yeah. take people out, but it does stay all the way through it. The most important objective in Brink is to keep moving. Yeah. You have to keep on the move because when if you stay still too long, you're going to die anyway. You wouldn't in an online yeah. game, but I guess if people are playing it expecting a single player, mm. where most of the time you would just fucking tear through a level yeah. like a tank, uh, it eliminates that, which is great because you get all the running about. Uh -huh. It means the environments can be a lot more cluttered. Yeah. So there's a lot more to things lying about. It's not just it's fast just open areas, big corridors, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, cover in front of you. It, everything seems quite well laid out. I've only played the first kind of three levels over and over. You do get the class system, kind of traditionally, medic, soldier, operative and engineer. You can buff your guys and things, help out with their weaponry and uh, give them health, ammo and shit like that. Is the medic class good? Uh, yeah. yeah, well they're all fairly standard but each one can do certain things within objectives within the game. So it's just that the medic class kills them get so horribly noble. Really? I'm, I'm, I always go like medic classes in any games because mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, I feel like in Killzone 2 you got a lot of points for being a yeah. medic, healing someone, and in Killzone 3 it was severely pulled back uh, in yeah. terms of if you healed someone you didn't get nearly as many points as you would do, there wasn't that kind of risk reward, it didn't really pay out, 
that's always thinking in medic. You know, if you're a medic, if you're going out your way to heal someone, you shouldn't always be rewarded for it as much as you would, I'd say, for a kill. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you end up usually getting killed anyway. Yeah, trying to help somebody out. No, I don't think. I think it's fairly even distribution throughout it. When you're leveling up with each of the characters, I did find when, obviously, when there's a particular objective that requires a certain type of character, yeah. You, if you concentrate on using that character throughout the majority of the game, you'd obviously level up a lot faster. And then that stuff, it just gets, let's say, about the number of different like items and stuff like that, you just see it rattling up <laughs> and you're like, I can't wait. The art style's kind of very time splitter too. I can which also really like. Yeah, everyone's got kind of an odd, elongated kind of. Yeah, yeah. And it's good to kind of stylize, but. It just, I've been looking for an art time splitter too since yeah. time splitters too. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. this feels. A lot like in the level of changes you can make and in the level of fun and things that can inject into the game. It just it does feel very different. You can choose from the multiple control schemes, but they've all got the nice kind of nods to other games. Oh yeah, I think so I can't, I've seen that some in some other game. Our that, games have done it, but anytime I see it, I'm very happy. <laughs> and it's good because it just like you know instantly. Yeah, you're straight away. You're like it's the duty calls, the Green Marine Chief, Zone of Killing, All My Gears, uh, Field of Battle, Zombie Killer. So you straight away people I play a lot of fucking Left 4 Dead zombie killer I'm yep. fine It's uh, a good idea whoever came up with that that's uh, fantastic yeah it should be in a, a whoever game. came up with that if you're out <laughs> there listening genius, to Gashcast but so far it's been great like I say kind of stunted that I can't yeah. play it that's a real mind. I think that's a real kicker and I think I'd hate to think that that will take away from the game's overall like, people thinking about it because mm. even though I mean it's not had the best reviews but it's got kind of middling reviews in some cases yeah. uh but still, I think a lot of people see it. They're going, they're not going to give it the chance now because they know they can't play it online. Yes, yes. And if they don't give it the chance now, likely they probably never will when more things come out later on. Uh-huh. So it's been, a, it's a shame for it to be honest. And a game I've really wanted to try that I haven't bought it yet because I can't play it online. Yeah. Uh, it's always nice to see a genre that you like getting pushed a little. And FPSs have been fairly static for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Even and, and this does, but I think. Like you were saying about some of the reviews being kind of middling, uh, if you imagine <coughs> like kind of new technology moving forward, yeah. like a mobile phone and a camera, mm-hmm. you take the two, you put them together, and you make one better product, yeah. and that's fine, that's great, everyone's dead happy with yeah. it, but you do it with an idea of something like the single player campaign and an online multiplayer yeah, campaign moving forward, people think we're missing something, yeah. they're getting half the experience, yeah, in reality you're still getting everything you got before. But it's a new possession. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially like it's like kind of Borderlands. You can play the full game mm-hmm. without anyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, but again, I guess it's slightly different. We bring, but you know, having those other people, it's just a better experience. But it's not yeah. a different experience. It's the no. same game you're playing. Yes, just with more people. Uh, so, hope, and I hope it does well. I mean, as you say, any, anything that pushes new ideas is always absolutely, always especially good. in FPSs because they are very dear to me. And you know, it's it's a futuristic FPS. Fucking pick yeah. on my list. There's hundreds of daft guns, tech, yeah. and it looks like a lot of fun. Tech. T-Tech. People fucking love Grand Theft Auto 4. Mm-hmm. Same as Road 2. Yep. No, that's that's the way it's going to be. A lot of people are going to like Call of Duty better than this, mm-hmm. but they're right. <laughs> <laughs> this is more fun. Well, I'm glad you think that way, man. Were we doing new releases? We were, weren't we? We're, uh, we're doing new releases, yeah. New releases. Our big games are coming out this month, I guess. The uh, No More Heroes remake. No, yep, indeed. No More Heroes. PS3. Yep, that sounds like fun. Basically, we make it. No More Heroes came out in the Wii a yeah. couple of years ago, I think. Is it important on anything else? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't uh, know. I actually think about it. Anyway, uh, that's coming out. It has 
a couple of new functions in it which let you see the women in slightly scanty outfits. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be very much geared towards a uh, young daft crowd. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a good it's game. Graphics. It's a fun game. It is a good fun game. Yeah. And hopefully it'll make the, the overworld will be a little bit more densely populated because mm-hmm. it looked rotten on the Wii just nobody was uh, yeah. walking the streets it was just a ghost they won't have updated how many people are walking the streets I mm. very much I, I think it's just kind of what you're saying about Beyond Good and Evil HD yeah uh, the doors. HD textures stuck on top of it uh, but still very good fun game mm. for the most part I don't think I finished it but mm. it's because it was on the Wii chances are I'd probably finish it on the DS I'm going to even like games like Killer7 that run uh, on Gamecube yeah and things like that you could just brought them out HD remakes with the uh, Move control? Yeah. Probably buy it. Chances are. Chances are. The only other thing is uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, amazing. Another amazing Lego franchise. With uh, Johnny Depp's Lego character looking like uh, that John O'Coleman uh, Radio Heart DJ guy. <laughs> like, just like a big fat guy. He looked kind of a bit more like a fat Ricky Gervais. Who <laughs> does Johnny Depp? Aye. It's well, just... That's handy for Ricky Gervais. I mean, that is handy. That is brilliant. That's his Halloween sort of <laughs> I'm Lego Johnny Depp. You played many of the Lego games? I have played the Star Wars one. I've got the Star Wars trilogy with my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all right. They're just. I've actually played one. I think you've played. Did you played the Batman one. I, I haven't. Well, in fact, yeah, I did. Sorry, I did play it on the PS3 when I was at someone. Uh, I was visiting someone down south. Down south. And uh, it's fun, but again, I think they're so similar that. They're kind of interchangeable for me. Yeah. Until they bring something out that's got something. I mean, apparently the new Harry Potter one mm-hmm. was more had more ideas that you know kind of took the whole thing away into a different direction than just busting yeah. things and collecting the objects that fall out of them. Yeah. But again, I'm not such a big fan of Harry Potter that I would go and check that out. So. Weirdo. I know. Imagine not liking Harry Potter. Uh, I thought to celebrate the release of. Uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean coming out, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd tell you some pirate jokes. Oh, no, lovely, lovely. You ready? I love a pirate joke. I found joke. these at uh, piratejokes.net. Oh, well, you ready? Thanks, piratejokes.net. Uh, what comic strip in the Sunday Funnies do pirates like? I don't know. Archie. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't the, pi- the pirates raid the ship? I don't know. It had too many guards. <laughs> That's not even a fun or a joke or anything. Why did the pirate travel to Russia? To visit the Tsar. <laughs> what does a what does a pirate a vegan pirate do in jail? I don't know. This one's great. Starve. <laughs> what is a pirate's favourite monkey? I'll try to think it off. An orangutan. <laughs> What is a pirate's favourite gas? <laughs> Argon! <laughs> oh, we get progressively better. Who are a pirate's favourite cartoon characters? <laughs> Marge and Barses! <laughs> <laughs> what is a pirate's favourite mythical creature? I don't know. The Argus! <laughs> and finally. <laughs> What kind of ships do pirates have trouble with? I don't know. Relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything for Lego pirates. See, when, you, when you told me that you were going to do some pirate <laughs> jokes, I was really, I was thinking it was going to be the worst. <laughs> but hey, you pulled you you that one back. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Any other new releases? <laughs> um, the only thing that we, talk, well, we touched on uh, Portal 2 last month mm. 
because we recorded the show on the day of its release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since the show, we both completed it. A single player campaign on the PS3. Yes, yes. It's uh, done. Stephen Merchant. Smirch, good on him. I managed to run through a good bit of the chunk, or well, a large chunk of the co op campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, split screen with my good pal and friend of the show, uh, Chris the Velvet Glove. And, uh, the Velvet Shank. The Velvet Shank. I don't really have a really have a bad word to say about Portal 2. Yeah. Uh, just the story, the voice acting, the way it looks, the sound design, the way that the co-op's designed. Where you'd, I was sitting playing with Chris and we didn't even really need to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. There's like elements where you just look and you put a, a pointer on the screen and go, right, put a photo there. And you want to put a photo there. And there'd be times we would be sitting and talking, you know, but there's other times you just nothing needed to be said. It was so well designed. Just going through all the story elements, the way it ended, uh, I can't, it's just kind of flawless in a way that actually it is. playing it the first time you play it through there's nothing really you can say bad about Portal 2 it's just no. fantastic there's nothing I don't know there's nothing that, that instantly you're not being slapped in the face with anything mm. really powerful at any point uh, but no at the same time it's all great uh-huh. it's just consistently like well above most other like titles that you play for just in terms of just sheer quality you know, mm-hmm. they just have given so much thought into the design of it, into the, into the, act, the voice acting, into the script. It's just, I can't get enough of it. Like, we were talking about the only real niggle being when you try and play it again. Like, you think, oh, I remember yes, that level yes. from halfway through. Yeah. I'll go and play that again. You can't just play one chamber. You've got to play a full chapter, mm. and you've got to go through all the story elements. Mm. Uh, and it's that's, quite a departure from the way the first game was laid out, yeah. which was basically just, here is a chamber. Because I thought, am I missing something? Am I missing a certain menu that lets you just yes, play just those. lets you sneak in but apparently not so that's a bit of a chore but let's make Portal 2 our game of the month let's make it our game, guest game of the month hey guys bye Portal 2 hey guys at Valve you guys are super talented you've really made a really great game uh, <laughs> so looking forward to that so the DLC will be coming out uh, pretty soon mm-hmm. uh, if the PSN ever comes back on <laughs> good good but hurry up and come back I've got WWE All-Star characters to download. Cody Rhodes. Oh, it's Cody Rhodes. Oh, Cody Rhodes and come on. Come on. Hey, why don't you download me over there? <laughs> <laughs> come on, what's going on, son? <laughs> American Dream. Why don't you download me over there? <laughs> hey, mister. The American Dream. <laughs> you're not Dusty Rhodes. I'm tricking you. <laughs> you're Eddie Guerrero. But you're supposed to be. Upcoming games. Mm-hmm. Games that are coming in our future. In the future, over yonder, but we brought them to the present to talk about them. Cool. Probably the biggest game to come out in the next couple of weeks. I'm guessing is going to be Alien Noir. Yes, definitely. Alien Noir, game by uh, Rockstar, well, getting released by Rockstar, Team Bondi, mm-hmm. coming out next. It's the twentieth. It's coming out on PS3 and Xbox. Mate, have you seen the faces on these characters? <laughs> have you seen the faces? It looks like they're real people. I've not. I've not. Or I'll show you a video. Please don't. I. It's just they look fine. It's just the. Exactly. There does seem to be a lot of hubbub about how uh, good the faces, faces are. are. It's reaching that uncanny valley kind of stage. Is it really what you kind of sometimes you just see us? Somebody get a guy will be like, you know, don't give me that bullshit, and you see it's a genuine <gasps> human face, and you're like, oh shit, oh. and then two seconds later it goes back to the static, mm-hmm. you know, computer face, but um, unparalleled facial expression apparently. Yes. Uh, that's the if that's I mean I was quite worried that that was the main thing mm-hmm. that they're talking about is if the game's secondary to how the faces look. Yes. That but looking at the video, there's a good gameplay video, uh, kind of showing you 
how it's going to set in post kind of World War II Los Angeles. You're working your way through the hierarchy of the police department. You're investigating crime, solving murders, doing detective stuff, getting in fights, mm-hmm. car chases, all this. It looks all very exciting. It's a leader that I like, that kind of 40s detective yeah. kind of thing. I like a lot of that. So it just looks extremely kind of like Grand Theft Auto 4 looks very polished and fun in a big believable world, but this looks like there's more. I don't know, something. I think it's more of a hook that I'm interested in. Yes. Over Grand Theft Auto 4, which was just. Just an immigrant guy who's trying to make money. Yes, by doing and slightly dubious tasks. By doing dubious yeah. things and going bowling. So, yeah, as as long as all that shits away, mm-hmm. I don't want to be going bowling. Well, no one's going to be sending me any messages on your mobile. It's That's true. Enough. That's true. But it, it looks like you actually have operators. Put me through. <laughs> Put me through. Let's go bowling. <laughs> but, um, Actually, you have to use your powers of deduction, it seems like. You actually Good. have to pick up clues. Unlike Heavy Rain. Unlike Heavy Rain, that's what I've mm-hmm. here. It looks like what Heavy Rain promised, in a way. Mm-hmm. And you look back, and Heavy Rain didn't any time say, but it heavily implied yes. that you were actually going to be solving, solving, solving a mystery. Uh, so I'm trying not to put my expectations in this exaggerated level, mm-hmm. but it's Rockstar. They've got a proven track record of releasing games that have got a fleshed-out, believable world. Mm-hmm. And this looks like an exciting enough premise for me. Actually solving murders and mm. things like that. I'm, I'm going to get it next week. A day one. A day one for me. Mm. Very good. I know. I don't know how I feel about it as yet. Mm. I mean, I did really like Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. but I really didn't like Grand Theft Auto 4 that yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much of Grand Theft Auto 4 will be in Elie Noir. It's kind of it's kind of meeting either mm. one in the middle, isn't it? The mystery element is the thing that gets me those. Because yes, in Grand Theft Auto 4. There's an element of that. Yeah. I don't know how it will work. I guess because you're a cop, you can just kind of commandeer vehicles whenever yeah. you need to. I just hope there's not too much shite and fluff. Yeah. Unless, you know that way, what I was saying about Saints Row 2, at least that gave you fluff, but it was fun and it had a bit of a sense of humour to it. Grand Theft Auto 4 was like, I'll go and find all these pigeons, and you're like, why? Aye. There's the, nothing, it will give me yeah. no jetpack. I, <laughs> I, I don't get a jetpack at the end of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best thing, I mean, in Grand Theft Auto, or didn't have that element of just being able to get in your car and have a mm. daft laugh around the town. I don't think Ellie Noir looks like it's got that either. No, no. But again, we need, I think that's another way that uh, another genre that has to move out of what it's established already. You know, outside that, you know, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you know, pass the controller around and just get the police on you and have yes. a laugh. Just because it's an open world game, it doesn't have to have doesn't that have, element. No. Like in kind of Mafia 2, that's another game that didn't really have that element either. Uh, and that, kind of fell on its arse. Yes. But not exactly because of that. But Alien Noir looks like it's going to be fun in a way, but only because I think being a detective in the 40s looks like fun. Yes. Well, a lot of people enough. might not. That's fair enough. I don't know. Well, as with uh, most Rockstar games, you know there's going to be an amazing game of the year edition at some point. Yes. So I if I'm not that keen, I might wait off. Maybe get that. And get that. I'll let you know how it is. Exactly. On the next guest cast. I can always steal it after you. No. <laughs> Oh. What's been happening, Gav? In the news? In the news. Since well, the last time we were on. Since last time we were on. We talked last uh, episode about the ridiculous levels of speculation coming in with Nintendo's Project Cafe, the new console. Project Cafe. And how people are saying it's got this, that, and the next thing. It's got fucking screens all over the place. It's, it's got, got big know, balls. It's got big balls. Eight decks. Octo deck. Octo deck. Uh, and it's a trimage. <laughs> but they've got um, this game website developed they recently stated that they came out their sources were telling them that uh, dev kits for the new Microsoft console were getting shipped to EA uh-huh. um, since that's occurred EA have got in touch with them to say that's not the case shut it fuck up 
you know. Shush. Shush. It's just, this is all we're going to get, isn't it? It's not, the next couple not, months, not even so much this is news, just, just we're going to get this. And same with the PlayStation, there's already been fake uh, Game Informer uh, magazine covers. Yeah. You see those ones? The yeah, guy got yeah. the spelling wrong uh-huh. and stuff. But that kind of shit, that's what we've got to look forward to for the next couple of years, probably. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, it always does kind of reach fever pitch when it's come up E3. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of speculation. Well, I think after that, yeah. it was released, there was a bit of talk about whether or not E3 would be showing something. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Microsoft would be showing something at E3. And obviously, Microsoft are a hardware-driven company. Yeah, they're going to have something. Yes. They're going to have a, the, the new console will probably already be ready. Yes. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, Nintendo said years ago, mm-hmm. I think, when they started saying about in fact, like last year when they mentioned the VHD, yeah. and people started talking about that, they did say, look, we're always making stuff. Always get stuff and on the back And something might yeah. come out, something might not come mm-hmm. out, make sense of it you may not see. Uh, I think it'd be great to see the stuff that they didn't think was good enough to put out in the market. Like Willy Wonka room somewhere. Oh, it must be. Just if you want to <laughs> Nintendo game. <laughs> but, uh, so I think the, the thing is, Phil, mm-hmm. believe half of what you see, none of what you hear. Until you see it on the shelves, it doesn't exist. That's true enough. That's true enough. We're still waiting to see if Nintendo is going to mention something. Let's have a wee Project Cafe update. Project Cafe update? Yeah. I saw one on eBay. Kotaku reported the Project Cafe will have 8GB of flash-based memory on board. Wow. For storing games. That's exciting news. 8GB. Use 25GB game discs on a Blu-ray-like Nintendo proprietary platform. Wow. So kind of like Blu-ray, but not Like Blu-ray, but not Blu-ray. Speaking of Blu-ray... You know what CM L.A. Noir mm. is on one Blu-ray for the mm. PS3 and three discs for the, three Xbox. For the Xbox. And that's after the update that meant... Is it after the update? Did that one come out? The one that meant the discs could be read differently? And oh, they could God get knows. an extra 7 gig or something off them? But still, that's three discs. It's pretty ridiculous. Come to grips. Aye, I think the only one that needs that is... What was it? Lost Odyssey? That came in four. Mm. Ridiculous. It's getting back to like Final Fantasy. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know. But, um, but anyway, that's, that's it won't affect the game, it'll just affect you, you put discs in. I'm sure yeah. Nintendo starting to mutter about a wee successor, mm-hmm. it's in Microsoft, I think you said last month. You have to, I, you have to make sure that people know. Have a little look, I mean Sony, I think we said last time when we were talking about what might happen to E3, mm-hmm. everyone's got something except for Microsoft at yeah. the moment to show off, and there isn't an awful lot of first line yeah. kind of Microsoft IPs coming out no, nothing I, mean, I can think of so a lot of stuff could be getting pushed back on a new console and yeah, it just paid off out. last time for Microsoft to be out there early I'm yeah. sure they'll be quite happy to carry on the same model they'll be quite happy to go head to head with anything that Nintendo's bringing out as well yeah, like we were, now we've cornered the casual market as well as yeah. this hardcore market uh, we'll, take, we'll happy to I'm, take I'm Nintendo I'm quite certain they will not be happy about the even prospect of Nintendo attempt to get back yeah exactly no, that's what they've lost so, I mean, it's just, again, we're just looking forward to these months, if not years, of speculation and mock-ups and exactly. all this shit. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo, is this the controller? Nintendo are saying uh, financial year 2012, so that's anything after April. Yeah. Uh, they can release their console, but that could be March 2013. Right, <laughs> who knows? I mean, again, the speculation point is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah speaking of Microsoft, though, that they have uh, put in a, a successful bid to buy Skype. Yeah, so you were saying this to me, I didn't know about this. It's pretty big fucking news. Ah, it's pretty massive. £8.5 billion. Pounds, 300% increase in the value for the company since the last three years. That's EP. crazy. What are they going to do with Skype? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know what it will mean for a lot of different devices. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people... Well, Skype's available on pretty much every platform, isn't yeah. it? You can imagine. And, uh, I don't know how much Microsoft will <laughs> look to make some money out of it. Uh, it's I mean, not I like think a, it's... 
and how much will Skype integrate into things like voice chat and mm-hmm. the Xbox? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, that effectively, you're using Skype when you're talking. Like you're using a system very much like Skype. Yeah, but without the size of the infrastructure of Skype. Yeah. Which must be by now pretty impressive. Uh, it's just, it's an, odd, it's an odd thing. I don't know what they're going to do with it. It'd be interesting to see where they're going to take it. But 3DS, that came out. Uh, I don't know if you heard, the Nintendo brought out a successor to their popular DS console. I believe this is a glasses 3D console handheld <laughs> device. Yes, indeed. Uh, there's been a lot of, uh, like, I say price drops, and people are, you know, already like, or it's failed on its arse because it's dropped in price. Generally, yeah. it's went down from, I think, about 225 Usually, you'll see it for about 180 now. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, you know, it's a bit of a failure, especially the launch lineup. From a yeah. launch lineup perspective, it was, but we've come to expect that from any launch yeah, title. Launch titles I've never launch really known a console to have a good launch lineup. No. But still, um, Nintendo came out with their sales figure saying in the UK alone, they sold 113,000 units. It's the fastest selling Nintendo console in history. Yeah. Um, I think the PSP beats it out slightly, which I find quite surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but even at a stark £180, let's just take it from this new lower price. Mm-hmm. 113,000 consoles, that's like 20 million quid in hardware in two days. Yeah. Uh, in Nintendo America, they confirmed that their first few days beat DS's launch as well, which mm-hmm. was a huge success for them. So the launch window's done, people are saying, you know, it's all, the retailers are taking the price down because interest is waning, which is understandable. Anyone that wants a 3DS now has one. Yes, I thought one. Uh, so by the Christmas period, we'll have up at least one title that we want, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have you know, a Mario Kart, a, a Mario Galaxy, a Zelda game, which isn't, well, I don't think we'll get a Zelda game because... Ocarina of Time remakes coming out, so yes. we won't get a, a new Zelda game, something like that. And by the time it's Christmas, it'll hopefully be even cheaper, mm-hmm. maybe around the 160 mark for Christmas. So, well, I saw today because of the PSN mm-hmm. game we're doing a special at the moment, right? Uh, for 165, yeah, yes, at the moment in store. That's good, I'm which is very impressive, yep, yeah, absolutely. Because you can't, I don't know, do you think it'd be likely that when games start coming out for it, they're going to raise the price again? Of the I actual hardware. Can they? I don't know because they've lost out a lot because of, I don't know what it's like in our parts of the world, yeah. but people really, the general public, the casual public, mm-hmm. which is now Nintendo's fucking fan base, yes. uh, they've been told by the papers, at least in the UK, oh, yeah. this hurts your eyes. It'll really people are returning it because their children are going blind and yeah. things like that. I mean, I got that and myself. Really has I've had this many conversations at work and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Sensationalist media, yeah. not knowing exactly what they're talking about. sales, I think. Oh, yeah. People would be like, no, I'm not buying that from a child if it's mm. fucking up their eyes. And fair enough, just don't buy it. If there's even a hint that you think you're worried about it, just don't buy your way in it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just parenting 101. You know, well, yeah, it's going to hurt your child, don't. But it's, it's irresponsible of the, the media to do that, knowing that there's more to the story mm-hmm. than just it hurts your eyes. It's the whole thing seems to be a case of one hand not talking to the other with 3DS because mm-hmm. here you've got a, a bit of hardware that they're saying uh, it doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't give it to people whose eyes haven't fully developed yeah. or too young. And yet they're bringing out games like Nintendo Cast and Dog. Games specifically aimed at. Yeah, but then they do they do give that thing of you know you should you shouldn't have the 3D on. For those young children, but at the same time, your console's called the 3DS, yes, and you're oh, pushing absolutely. it so it's hard that it's console. a 3D console. So, it is, as you say, right hand not knowing. Mm-hmm. I'm certain doing. whatever department it is that deals with the actual sales would be quite happy to say, We need to fucking copy the model of the Wii, mm-hmm. get as much casual stuff out for it as possible, and make that cash back yeah, in. Absolutely. Whereas people who are making the machine are thinking, Well, this can give something new to somebody yeah. else, but now they're not even going to follow it in the 3D fucking route it's necessarily. So 
the whole thing just seems like a great idea and just miserable execution. Good execution. But as speaking, long as it doesn't die in its arms. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it will. I think because I'll be happy to swoop in when it's 120, pick it up, and there'll be a wealth of great games. Coming up for Christmas time, I think we'll start to see at least one or two games that I actually want, and you know that will be package bundles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll be happy enough then. Because the geek in me is ready to buy it. I'm oh, ready you're ready to buy it. But um, the other anyway. thing, <laughs> anyway, Nintendo, talking about Nintendo, uh, they're, they're bringing down this month the price of the Wii Standard Pack that's got your black Wii, uh, Wii Motion Plus remote, mm-hmm. uh, Wii Sports Resort, and uh, normal Wii Sports on it. Drawing it down to $129.99. Mm-hmm. Looking at the Wii, uh, what games are coming up? Well, literally nothing yeah. is coming out for it. Yeah. There's no new Mario Kart, Mario Galaxy, any of the standard IPs that we know yes. that Nintendo will probably bring up. Done. So we're thinking the only thing that's coming up really is the new Zelda, mm-hmm. the Skyward Sword. Are we going to see another transitional Twilight Princess style where it's going to be on the next console now? I dare say, I think we glossed over this mm-hmm. last month, but I dare say, uh, yes. Yeah. Nintendo were extremely cutthroat about yeah, cutting it off and just saying that push it back to the next one. Uh, and if they can have a Zelda launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's it. At the end of the console's life, then. That's what pulled in the Wii for me, especially knowing that um, Twilight Princess, I knew it was on the GameCube and I had a GameCube. Yeah. But this new console also has a Zelda game that I can play Mm. right off the bat. And I know it didn't exactly set the world on fire, but still, that's what made me go, fuck, right, cool. Yeah, it's time for me to get a Wii. Yeah. Uh, So I guess that'll remain remain to be seen. Remain to be seen. Uh, So all the news has pretty much been speculation. Yay. Up until. That's what it's always like before Mm. E3, it's all about what's going to happen. What's the next year? I mean, this is like uh, the draft following <laughs> WrestleMania. This is where the next year's storylines are set yeah. in front of us, basically. Um, try to think of anything else that's really... I mean, the only other thing I thought was of any interest was a couple of days ago when they announced uh, Lightbox uh, developers, does it, they announced uh, Starhawk. Yes, well, we saw the video just moments before we started doing it. Um, kind of they announced this retail-only, not downloadable, like um, it's a sequel to Warhawk, uh, PS3 exclusive kind of multiplayer, uh-huh. fly shooter, runny, bouty game. Uh, <laughs> well described. Yeah, exactly. It's, well, it's a third-person game where you can go on foot, you can get in yes. vehicles, you can fly planes, death matches, death matches. But you had you had Warhawk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this new one's got a full single-player campaign, fleshed-out storyline, going to have thirty-two player online matches. Fantastic. The best thing about it is it's got big mech suits that also turn into planes that you can fly. Transformers, basically. big transformers, big transformers playing game. Uh, so it's set to be released next year. Yeah, uh, but I'm very excited about it. Yeah, it looks good, good, man. We watched it. You can drop in buildings to yep. resupply the area, basically. Yeah, you can call like, in like entire buildings that can like, crush people and mm-hmm. like garages and uh, like sniper towers and fantastic. And it, it looks a lot like Red Faction. Yeah, like kind of Red Faction just kind of turned up to eleven. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Starhawk Star is. I think it's, it just sounds like a seventies arcade game. Yeah. A yeah. game of Starhawk. I game of Starhawk. But yeah, it looks great. I mean, that was probably the most exciting news that I had in the last couple of weeks. Adopted this new stance of only talking about news that we thought was interesting in any way. Mm-hmm. And it's not really been a, such a lot of outside speculation, nothing concrete. Everyone likes a wee bit of speculation. Everyone likes a wee, bit of, a wee bit of celebrity goss. <laughs> I could give you a bit of celebrity gossip. Yeah? Yeah. I talked about it on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Which, which was? <laughs> it was a... Uh, the, the 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 chef with specs from Dinner Impossible on the Food Network <laughs> is now engaged to WWE superstar Gail Kim. Oh, nice. There you go. 
but he's pretty big as well, is he not? What do you mean big? Like, like muscly? Like, uh, yeah, he's pretty muscly. Uh, is that a prerequisite for being engaged to a WWE superstar? A diva? Muscles? Yeah, you have to have a big muscle. Mm, I bet he's got one big muscle. Hey. His brain. Uh, yeah. Please do check out the blog at geshcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that may very well be us, Philip. Cool. Well, how about we tell everyone, ask them even nicely, tell a friend. Yes, indeed, indeed. Follow us on Twitter, share some love with Please the review on iTunes, just so we know that somebody's listening. Right, well, I mean, we, we, we do see static numbers, but we don't. that doesn't really equate to getting feedback. No. Um, you don't need to necessarily do anything that's too taxing to support us. I mean, as is Philip saying there, tell a friend. If we put a follow us on Twitter, at Geshcast, if you see, if we put out something, take a second to, to retweet it. It doesn't take any RT. What's it? I mean, what, what's what's the problem? It's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. If you have a friend that's into podcasts or indeed into just gaming in general, tell them there's a podcast there. What's the deal? Aye, well, come on, don't worry. Hey man, listen. It's okay. We're all going to take this podcast is going to go to the moon. We're <laughs> going to we're, we're going to E3 next. We're year, going to right? E3 next year, and and see if it doesn't pan out. There's plenty of other avenues that you could just, you could go down, man. You've got a lot of talent, and you could easily. Right. See you all next time, right? Uh, thanks very much for downloading this podcast. Goodbye. Bye bye. Everybody in the club is whack. I feel like I'm headed straight for a heart attack. Girls are pretty.